Hey everyone, welcome back to Bride to Be. Today we're so excited because we have our first bride that we have interviewed on the podcast. Her name is Morgan. Hey Morgan, how are you? Hi Jasmine, I am doing great. Thank you so much for inviting me to talk to everybody. Yes, we're so excited to hear your story. I think everybody's going to love it. If you don't mind just kind of introducing yourself, where are you from? How long have you been married type of a thing? Sure. Um, So my name is Morgan Phillips, um, previously Morgan Billings, but I have been married to my husband, Stephen, for about a year and a half. Um, Next May will be two years. We got married in Texas. We got married in Keller um, at the Bowden, and we are currently living in DFW. Nice. Okay. Do you guys have any kids yet or no? We do not. We have dogs. Yes, those count. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We have two dogs. Yes, dog babies for sure. Yeah. Well, fun. Okay, so you got married in the heat of the summer. So I am really excited to talk to you about that and how you managed all that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, that was actually a huge, a huge part of kind of what um, led us to picking our venue is that I wanted to get married in the summer, but it is Texas and I didn't want to make myself or everyone else miserable. (laughs) So I was like, okay, we need to pick somewhere that's indoors. Um, That way, you know, obviously with Texas weather, you truly never know what you're going to get. So I was like, if it's raining, we'll be good. Um, So we picked the venue that we picked so that we could have an indoor wedding. Um, The chapel on their campus has like beautiful windows everywhere. So you still felt like you were outside, but everyone had air conditioning. So that was a big plus for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You have to have air conditioning in for the sure. summer of Texas or anywhere really. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So how long did you plan your wedding for? Well, Steven actually proposed to me on my birthday, um, in September, 2019, Um, and I know I was like, well, you've really outdone yourself. Like, (laughs) how are you going to ever top this? Um, but that was awesome. And then we had planned to be married in May of 2020, but in March of 2020 COVID hit Texas. Uh So that delayed all of our plans. But we, by the time that it had been rampant enough in Texas where people and businesses and everybody was starting to kind of shut things down. Um, and at the time postponed for what we thought was going to be a few weeks to a few months. Um, it was all basically already planned and that was about 70 days out. So I would say from when we got engaged to September to that point in March was about six months. Okay. Gotcha. And then remind me what month you got married in. So you were supposed to get married what month and what month did you actually get married? So we ended up keeping our original date, um, May 29th, 2020, but it was just Stephen and I and our families. Gotcha. Um, and so we still got married on that day. Um, and our venue was so great. They let us have the chapel. Our photographer came for no additional charge. Like that was all amazing. Um, so that is technically still our, our wedding date, still our anniversary. And then we were able to have the big wedding that we had planned on our first anniversary, um, May, just a couple months ago. Oh, that is so smart. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that is awesome. Okay. So then what was one thing that you loved and then that you would do again and maybe one thing that you would change? So let's do the love one and then the change. Okay. Um, Obviously I would not have wished 
being a COVID bride and having to like (laughs) plan and replan and do all of that on absolutely anybody. It was so crazy, so stressful, so many breakdowns, like it was wild. Um, But I loved the fact that I got to kind of have two weddings, two completely different ways. Um, Uh And I, I would not change any of how it turned out. Um, It was so special getting married and kind of like an intimate and relaxed vibe. Um, You know, it was like a Friday morning at 11 o'clock and it was just our, our parents and our siblings. And so it was like, the pressure was off. Like if somebody tripped and fell or messed up or anything like that, like we just (laughs) kind of giggled through it. Um, And then everybody went out to lunch and then the whole rest of the evening, Steven and I were like, what do we do? Like (laughs) we went out to (laughs) dinner, the place that we had our first date. Cause we were like, we just got married. Like we can't just sit at home. Um, And so that was, that was so fun. And then obviously, you know, getting to have the big wedding that I had planned after waiting a year and a half was incredible. And that was also so special too, because we had kind of gotten all the nerves and jitters out of the way that by that point, it really was just about celebrating with our friends. And um, my brother and his wife weren't able to be there when we got married in 2020 because they live in California. So it was the Mm -hmm. first time that my brother had gotten to be there to see us say our vows. um, And I wore my wedding dress for the first time. So there was obviously still a lot, um, that was exciting about getting married on our first anniversary. That's so weird to say. Um, But yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, both days were so special and I love them both. Um, So it ended up being amazing. Oh, that's awesome. I still think that there should be like a national wedding where your wedding dress day. We spent so much time for that wedding dress. And I know. And (laughs) then it's like six hours. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Oh, yeah. That would be really cool to celebrate it twice. Yes, it was awesome. But it was just so funny. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say it was so funny because our friends kept being like, you know, congratulations or happy anniversary or like, what do we say? And we were just like, whatever, <laughs> like we'll celebrate everything. Like it's fine. Yes. Maybe I'll tell everybody that gets married just for your first anniversary. You get a redo of your wedding, no yeah. matter what. <laughs> yes. I am all about it. As long as it gets to be free. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So what is something that you might've changed? Um, well, I guess, you know, the, the financial aspect of it, aside from all of the COVID drama was probably the biggest stressor. Mm -hmm. Um, just because now weddings are such a production and I mean, rightfully so it's a huge event. It's a huge step that you're taking. It's a big milestone and you have every right to celebrate it, how you want to celebrate it. But I especially felt you know, every time I got on Pinterest, I would see something that was, you know, beautifully done and extravagant and over the top. And so you just kind of find yourself in a position of like coveting those things that maybe not be realistic for you yourself or your budget or kind of what you want. And so I would just say, you know, and I know that this isn't even anything I could change, but if I would change it, it would be, I would like to change the expectation that it needs to be some big, massive over the top production, because I just felt like sometimes I would get swept away into like planning this big event when really, you know, your, your marriage is about your marriage and not about Mm -hmm. your wedding. And that was a very humbling part of kind of having all of my plans like ripped out of my hands. Um, that then Mm -hmm. became such a sweet moment on the day that we got married when it really was stripped down, like just us, our family, 
in the chapel and I still, it was still the, the absolute best day just showed me that all of the extra fluff is just icing on top, you know? Right. And not no, really totally what it's agree. about. So, yeah. I totally agree with that. You can definitely feel like you have to keep up with the Joneses in a sense when you're planning your wedding and it really should just be, I don't know, more harmonious than that. But right. I mean, it's like all this social pressure, you can get wrapped up into it and then you all of a sudden have this wedding that you're like, did I really need all this? Maybe not. For sure. For sure. 100%. And and things can just, you know, it kind of snowballs (laughs) and it it can kind of get away from you a little bit. And you're like, wait, do I need, you know, X, Y, and Z? Like, should I come in on a white horse or like, yes. and then you're just like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> a white what am horse. I even, yeah. What am I even doing? So what about the carriage next? Exactly. Yeah, it's the same. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. So I was curious if you have had any issues or setbacks. Oh gosh. I mean, aside from, I feel like I've said it a hundred times, all of the COVID, <laughs> the yes. COVID of it all, like and having to, you know, reach out to all my vendors multiple times and be like, Hey, can we move it? Hey, can we move it? Um, we, the biggest thing I think that happened that we're still dealing with all this time after the fact was that we actually got scammed by our original videography company. Um, yes. (laughs) So, Oh my gosh. Yes. I was not really one of those girls who like had my wedding planned before I was even engaged. I I've known those girls. I think that's great when you know what you want, like go for it. Um, but that was not me. I was never even like a little girl that like dreamed about my wedding. I had no idea what I wanted that day to look like whatsoever. So when it came to choosing my vendors, I was like, where do I even begin? You know, I didn't hire, um, a wedding planner. So it really was just like me on Google trying to find people that had good enough reviews that would give me a good enough product for what I felt comfortable spending. And I found what turned out to be too good of a deal um, with a videography company. And I booked them on the spot. They made me pay in full right there. There was no even like questionnaire, which as I continued to book my other vendors, I realized was a huge red flag. Um, Uh that there was no like getting to know you process, discussing expectations, any of that. Um, and we booked it and then had no communication with them whatsoever until, um, after COVID happened and I was reaching out to ask about moving our wedding date and I emailed them and they responded back to me right away, sent me over a new contract. Here's this with updated dates, yada, yada. And then a month before our wedding, when I reached back out to see what the two people that would be working my wedding wanted to eat at the reception, I got a bounce back email. I called, I got an out of number or an out of, um, out, like, this isn't a working number message. Um, and I just, their website was gone. Like it just poof, the company disappeared. Oh and my gosh. I'm like, obviously full blown freaking out at this point, calling all of my friends, like, what can I do? Um, oh my gosh. So then I'm Googling and it turns out that the man who owned this company had a history of scamming people. He was actually barred from ever owning a wedding business in the state of Massachusetts for doing this exact same thing. And he was in jail, which is why he could not come and shoot my wedding. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is the most crazy story I've ever heard. Isn't that nuts? I mean, I felt so stupid. And I was you, so mad you at myself. Not feel stupid about I that know. because that is their job is to make, I don't know, 
that just that makes me so irritated wait yes. so can I ask how much they charged you yeah and so how much, this, like, did you get money back well so we we filed um a fraudulent claim with the bank and um they were like you know just send us kind of like the back and forth what communication you've had with them obviously just trying to prove that right. there was something fishy going on and not that we were just trying to get our money back. Um, and so we did that and the bank gave us the money back. And then like two weeks ago, they reached out. It was my, it was on my dad's credit card. My parents had very generously offered to pay for the videographer. And um, they reached back out to my dad and said, actually, you know, we don't feel like we have enough proof that you never got the service that you <gasps> paid for. So then the bank took the money back <gasps> from my dad. So I know, I know. And oh he's, my gosh. He's taking it much better than I was. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I will call that big. I will tell them, you know, whatever. And he was like, <laughs> Morgan, it's fine. You got, <laughs> you know, you, you found the right videographer. You love your wedding videos. Like this is just small potatoes. But I was like, it's so oh, rude. Um, but yeah, crazy. so they, it was um, $1,650 oh, that they charged. Gosh. Yeah. Well, and so I had said, you know, it was for nine hours of footage two videographers, a drone, you know, your full raw footage of the event, a one minute highlight reel, like all of these things for that price. And so obviously when I saw that, I was like, wow, this is a good deal. Like I'm going with these people, boom, done. Never thought about it again. Didn't continue looking for vendors. Cause that's, that's a, an amazing deal. <laughs> um, uh -huh. And then whenever that obviously all fell through and I was like starting back at square one, and I realized, you know, wow, they so did not go about this the right way. Um, any just there was no communication with me. And I being a person who had never planned a wedding before, never booked a videographer before, didn't think anything different. You know, I didn't realize mm. that that was fishy. Um, but oh yeah, wild. Gosh. So still still dealing with that setback, I guess. <laughs> oh, that is horrible. I'm so Sorry, but now that you've been through it, yes. Um, what is something that you can tell brides that are listening to look for when they're booking um, any kind of vendor, especially like right. what you're seeing as a videographer or a photographer? What would you say to them? So what I experienced with all of my other vendors besides the original, the scammer videography people, I'll call them, um, is that the vendors truly want to tailor their product to you as the bride. And that was something that I saw with every single one of them, whether it was the florist or the cake bakery or my photographer, like there was a lot of back and forth, a lot of like get to know you questions, a lot of, you know, can you send me what you're referencing? Like send me a cake that you've liked, send me a bouquet that you've liked. Like they really wanted to make sure that I was going to be happy. Um, mm -hmm. And so I would definitely say if whatever vendor you are looking at or that you're talking to has not really tried to get to know you and what like the vibe of your wedding is going to be and just tried to figure out exactly what you want, then I would say from my experience that that would be a big red flag. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause I didn't have a wedding planner for my wedding either, but we actually had a really small intimate wedding. So I never even did any kind of vendors and we had a photographer already lined up. So I would not know unless you told yeah. me that stuff. 
Yeah. Well, hey, I didn't know either until <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Oh my gosh. So Crazy. then what are, we always ask our guests, what are yes. the top three tips that you have for brides? Oh, okay. Um, I guess kind of circling back to what I said earlier, I would say first and foremost, your wedding is one day, um, or two in my case. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I know that's not the norm. Maybe it will be though moving forward. Who knows? Um, but yes, your wedding is one day, but your marriage is forever. So all of these, these added the bonus that's your wedding, you know, a, a beautiful dress or your veil or your shoes or just all of these things that feel like they're so, so, so important really is just small stuff in the big scheme of your marriage to this person. And that's if true. any of those things start to cloud or overpower the importance of getting married to the person that you're marrying, if any of that starts to take precedent over the fact that you're getting married to them, I would say to just try to scale it back and like recenter yourself on what mm -hmm. is the actual most important part of that day. Um, right. Because, you know, your koozies and your cocktail napkins and all of that stuff are great, but that's not necessarily going to, to make you have a successful marriage. So um, I agree. I would say that would be my number one tip for sure. My number two tip um, would be, again, kind of what I was saying earlier, just to communicate as clearly as you can about your expectations to your vendors. And I found that pictures were so much more helpful than just me describing things because, you know, everybody says things a little different or you may not be exactly able to say, put in words what you're thinking. So I would just say, send, you know, any of them, hair, makeup, flowers, anybody, pictures um as much as you can so that you can make sure you're both on the same page um and then lastly you know if you are planning um your wedding on your own to just stay organized the the way that I was able to keep track of all of the contracts and what I'd spent and the payment plans and all of these things was in a google spreadsheet um that my now husband had access to the parents had access to like everybody was in there just making sure that we weren't duplicating payments or duplicating work. And so everybody knew kind of where we stood in terms of progress as we move forward. And that was so, so helpful. Oh, yeah. I think that's a good idea. My husband would love the spreadsheet idea. He's an <laughs> yes, it that's was awesome. great. Good tip. So then what about three things brides should avoid? Um, I would say, you know, I, I guess I kind of already said this too, that the, the party favors and stuff like that is such a cute idea. And obviously if you have some extra room in your budget, like go for it, you know, you spend your money on what you want to spend it on. But I don't really feel like as a wedding guest, I've ever cared that much about them. And half the time, I don't even think I've seen them or remember to take it home with me. So that would be just like some super, um, a super easy way to save your money would be yeah. to just kind of knock and then, gosh, anything that would make you feel uncomfortable on your wedding day, whether it's your shoes, your undergarments, your hair, or your makeup, like, get rid of that. You need yes. to feel the most like yourself so that you can just be confident and enjoy the day rather than constantly worrying um, or, you know, dealing with blisters or, you know, no, no pair of shoes is so cute that it's worth being miserable in for eight hours <laughs> no and especially after when you go on your honeymoon <laughs> oh my gosh yes yes not so worth it 
no. So that's definitely number two. And then number three would be um, to not celebrate too much the night before or the morning of, Mm -hmm. you know, the rehearsal dinner. Everybody is like so excited to get together and people are, in my experience, we're constantly, my girlfriend's constantly coming up to me like, can I get you more champagne? You know, or we're going to do a toast. Like you need a glass of champagne. And I would be like, you guys, <laughs> this I is, have a day tomorrow. Yes. Yes. This is a marathon. I so appreciate you wanting to wait on me hand and foot, but I need to wake up and be fresh. So yeah. I would just say, you know, try to fight the urge to really go all out um, yes. the night before or the morning of, because you will have plenty of time to do it at your reception. So true. And vendors have actually told us that, that they talk to their brides about that as well. So that is a universal suggestion, people. (laughs) Great. Yes, definitely. Oh my gosh. Okay. So those are all really great things. Um, I think to top it off, kind of to end the episode, I was wondering if you could tell us about your best wedding experience that you had. For sure. Um, so we did a first look, which we originally did not think we were going to do, um, before we had our COVID wedding and then, you know, had our first anniversary wedding, um, back when we were just having the one wedding, we had not anticipated doing that. Um, and we, we decided to just go for it since we were already married by the time that the second wedding happened and Steven was seeing me in my dress for the first time. And we did it, you know, just to make the rest of the day go more efficiently to get pictures out of the way, all of those things. So we did it and I loved it. Um, Even though we had already been married for a year and he had never seen my dress, it was such a special moment. It felt, it was just as special as I imagine it would have been if we had not already been married. Um, It was the first time we got to see each other that day. And it was just us and, you know, our photographers and videographers, but they, they're pretty good at being wallpaper. So we didn't really (laughs) even realize that they were in there with us. Um, So we got to just kind of hug and laugh and get some jitters out. Um, And those are some of my favorite pictures and favorite video footage of that entire day. I didn't even realize that our videographers were getting footage of some of the stuff, um, that they were while that was happening. Like I didn't notice in the moment that Steven had a microphone on, but when we got sent our video back and there was audio of him, like when he saw me for the first time, his voice laid on top of that footage of us. It just melted. Yes. It absolutely melted my heart. It was so unexpected. Um, it was, yes. Yeah. It was incredible. I never thought about the audio. I, I know because that's very unique. That is not something that I feel like I've seen very yes. often. Yeah. That and that was so great. Cute. And too, because, you know, sometimes whenever you're, you're really nervous and then the moment is over and you kind of sit back and you're like, wait, what just happened? Like, did I black out? I don't remember any of that. You know what I'm talking <laughs> so about? So true. <laughs> so that's kind of how I felt like right when he turned around. So I was so happy that we did the first look and then it's on video because now I have like actual footage of that moment that I can, yeah. it's a concrete memory. Um, and yeah, it was just, it, that was my, my absolute favorite part. Oh, I love that. That is such yeah. a good memory to have. I sure. think that's so sweet and special. Yes. Oh man. Well, thank you so much for coming on this show. I think you had some amazing tips 
Definitely things to avoid. Watch out for scammers. If it looks sketchy, too good to be true, it probably is. Yes. (laughs) I hope that you can settle that and get at least something back. Goodness, thank you. I know. But oh man. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, Morgan. Yes, thank you. Yes, and I wish you guys the best of luck in your marriage and you know, happiness all around. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks, Morgan. All right, guys, we will see you next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day. Bye, guys. The Bride-to-Be podcast is officially sponsored by Joy Photo and Video. Joy Photo and Video offers wedding photography and videography throughout the country and offers the best bride experience possible. Experience the joy with Joy Photo and Video.